Follow the pattern of sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy 1.13 This is sound words offering confessional commentary and application for the local church. My name is Rhett Burns. I am the pastor at First Baptist Church of Traveler's Rest in South Carolina, and we're continuing to slowly but surely work our way through the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. I am reading from the In Modern English Version, published by Founders Press, and today we come to Article 1 on the Holy Scriptures, Section 5, dealing with the authority of the Scriptures and how do we know that the Scriptures are the Word of God, and the Confession reads... The testimony of the Church of God may stir and persuade us to adopt a high and reverent respect for the Holy Scriptures. Moreover, the heavenliness of the contents, the power of the system of truth, the majesty of the style, the harmony of all the parts, the central focus on giving all glory to God, the full revelation of the only way of salvation, and many other incomparable qualities and complete perfections, all provide abundant evidence that the Scriptures are the Word of God. Even so, our full persuasion and assurance of the infallible truth and divine authority of the Scriptures comes from the internal work of the Holy Spirit, bearing witness by and with the Word in our hearts. And so, this section of the Confession has to do with how do we know that the Scriptures are the Word of God? And so, there's there are many proofs that we could look to. There are many lines of evidence that we could look to. And so, we could look to the history of and the testimony of the church. And so for 2,000 years, God's people have accepted and received and proclaimed the scriptures as the word of God. And so you have 2,000 years of church history, the collective church of God uh, bearing testimony. That's one line of evidence. You have the heavenliness of the contents of the scriptures that points to this being the word of God as well. And so we think about the fact that the scriptures point to the permanent things, the eternal things of life. And so we we live in this really uh, transitory, temporary, plastic culture, right? A throwaway culture. Here today, gone tomorrow. Here today, throw it away tomorrow. But the scriptures point us heavenward. The scriptures point us towards the eternal things. The scriptures talk about sin and righteousness and good and evil and life and death and heaven and hell. And so we have to wrestle with the heaviness of the contents, the weightiness of the contents of the scriptures, and the fact that the scriptures point us towards God and point us towards heaven, which is what we are made for. We have to we deal with the fact that the scriptures, they're spoken from the throne room of, throne room of God himself. And so there's a, there's a weightiness to the scriptures that point to the fact that, that these are the words of God. Confession goes on to say that we can point to the power of the system of truth. And there is power and efficacy in the scriptures. Power to break down strongholds. Power to, to set free from the bonds and the slavery of sin that indwells us. There really is power to break your sinful habits of lust or anger or bitterness or envy or whatever it is that, that has a grip on you. The scriptures are sufficient for life and godliness, and they can break the power of sin in your life. There's power in the truth. We see this not just personally, but but even kind of big scale in, in culture and civilization. The power of the scriptures toppled empires in the past. The power of the scriptures made an end to paganism in Europe, in old Europe. And the power of the scriptures rebuilt Christendom in its place. 
And so we point to the power of the scriptures. Confession also says we can look to the majesty of the style and the harmony of all the parts. And so we, we think about the elevated language of scripture. We think about the, the glories of the Hebrew poetry and the Psalms. We think about the deep wisdom of Solomon in the Proverbs. The elevated language that's throughout. We think about the deep structure and that's in the scriptures, the, the shape that we see in scriptures of how stories unfold and they're recapitulated and told in the same ways. There's patterns, there's symbolism, there's all sorts of interconnections, whether that's thematic or even with language. And so all the scriptures are connected and tightly woven. And so we see a great majesty and harmony and how all the scriptures fit together and they all fit together with one central focus and that is pointing us to the glory of God. And so you have thousands of years of history and you have the historical narratives and you have the, the great men and women whose stories are told and all of those are woven together through different writers, writing in different styles and it's all pointing towards Christ and the glory of God. It's all pointing towards Christ and the full revelation of salvation, the confession says. It's another line of evidence. And so you can look to the world and learn things about God. There's general revelation. But you have to go to the Bible to find out that Jesus Christ died for your sins, that he lived a perfect life, that he never disobeyed God. He was perfectly righteous and he died as a substitute sacrifice in your place and that he was raised on the third day and that believing and trusting in that, that that is how you're made right with God and that is how you can get to heaven. That is how you can spend eternal fellowship with God. And so that's found in the scriptures. So all of these things point to the fact, because we find all of these in, in, in the scriptures, all of these point to the fact that this is the word of God. But the confession then says, even so, even with all those other things, glorious as they are, even so, our full persuasion and assurance of the infallible truth and divine authority of the scriptures comes from the internal work of the Holy Spirit bearing witness by and with the word in our hearts. The full persuasion that this is the word of God comes by the Spirit. And so reading and understanding and believing the Bible is ultimately a spiritual act. It's not an academic one. It's not an intellectual one. It's not a cultural one. It is a spiritual act. It is by the Spirit that we read and understand and believe and obey the Bible. And so graduate degrees are great, but ultimately that's, you know, it's not our academic learning that helps us to know and trust the Bible. Professional certification, whatever it is, that isn't what helps us. Worldly wisdom, critical methods, None of that matters. You need the Spirit of God. It is the Spirit who bears witness with our hearts. And so we see, like in John 16, that the Spirit of truth comes and guides us into all truth. We see it in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, that these things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. And so it is the Spirit in, in 1 John chapter 2 which anoints us and, 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 uh, and gives us knowledge. It's the Spirit that bears witness. So reading the Bible, understanding the Bible, uh, 
and obeying the Bible is a work of the Holy Spirit within us. And notice, the Spirit works with His Word. And so, the Holy Spirit bears witness to us using the Word of God. And so, one application here, just as an aside, is that Spirit work, the Spirit of God works with the Word of God, and so the Spirit of God never contradicts the Word of God. Right? And so, we want to remember that Word and Spirit work together. And so another point of application for us would be, as you read the scriptures, pray for the Spirit's guidance. Pray for the understanding. Pray uh, that you will, by the Spirit, read and believe and obey what the Word of God says and, believe and, and receive it and believe it and obey it as the Word of God with the authority of God because God the Spirit, through His Word, bears testimony in your heart that this is the Word of God. Thank you for listening. This is Sound Words. Until next time, by the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. For more information on our church, find us on the web at trfirst.org or on YouTube at youtube.com slash at FBCTR or you can find us on Facebook. Have a blessed day.